Hey, this is We Called It. We are live with our second part on talking about NFL win totals. Last week, we covered the top half of the league. This week, we're recovering the bottom half. Uh, this week, this is a lot more exciting because these are the teams in the draft, you know, high draft picks. So the speculation around the draft is highly going to influence. We will be covering it. It is best to get these teams now, which is why we're covering before the draft. Because uh, once they make their draft picks, everyone's going to be hyped, right? When Bryce Young is a Texan, when uh, C.J. Stroud is a Panther, those everyone's going to be hyped. They're going to be betting up their team, thinking good things are going to happen. Uh, we're going to give you all the inside knowledge before that happens. That way you can get slightly better odds, slightly better numbers, I guess, lines for it. Seven and a half, I think it's Panthers. Uh, before we start there, I'm joined with Connor Lucas. How are you, Connor? Yo, so I don't think C.J. Stroud being an automatic choice for a Panther is a done deal. I think I, there was a rumor that came out that said Frank Reich, actually because he has Andy Dalton, is fascinated with Anthony Richardson, but the rest of the place, all of ownership and coaches, wants C.J. Stroud. So this is a classic Kyle Shanahan versus the San Francisco 49ers organization. Supposedly. Supposedly. Rumor mill. So I was going to say, I think I brought up when we talked about drafting stuff a while ago was I would, if I'm trading up, I'm not trading up for CJ Stroud. That guy, he's, I think he's going to be a fine quarterback. He doesn't have the tools to wow me. When you're talking about wow factor, there is nothing better than Anthony Richardson, you know, kneeling down and hitting the ceiling <laughs> on a pass and stuff. So I get where Frank Reich is coming, but there was, there's that, there's a clip of uh, Josh McCown going up saying, we're going to have to hoop together or something uh, to C.J. Stroud at his pro day. So yeah, that's why I mean, I'm thinking Stroud's still number one. C.J. Stroud is just going to be like – his floor is going to be like Alex Smith. His peak is going to be like – or Alex Smith or even probably more Jared Goff. His, like, ceiling is Joe Burrow just being so, like, Typical pocket passer, can move around the pocket very, very quick, can make all the throws, but doesn't have, like, this cannon of an arm. But he's incredibly accurate, reads the defense, more or less the opposite of Justin Fields, you know. (laughs) And Joe Burrow, you know, is elite at what he does because of his decision-making. That's his ceiling, you know. Those some sort of – those are type his, like, you know, sensitivity analysis, if you would say. (laughs) All right, so – Put one of those on Anthony Richardson right now. Are we Ooh. talking? Are we talking Jamarcus Russell on the, the the low end and Cam Newton on the high end? <laughs> mm. Okay. okay. Uh, last year, four is Malik Willis, which is get replaced by Josh Dobbs. Seriously, I mean, Malik Willis was like the talk of this time last year, if you remember. Then he fell like the fourth round. Okay, so he's maybe got more upside than that, rushing upside. So let's say Malik Willis plus. Let's say somebody else who was a crazy freak athlete that came out, you know, I don't want to say, I would say Jamarcus Russell, but not as good of a passer. Jamarcus Russell still was like crazy good stats in college. Anthony Richardson does not have good stats in college. We keep... We keep acting like this guy. Is, All right, is so let's crazy. be honest. It's Josh Allen. Like, I mean, the ceiling is Josh Allen. Everyone, yeah. that's the natural comp. But the floor is so low. We're talking like, we're talking like, 
Justin Fields last year. Year before last, <laughs> I should say. That, that's that's, that's fair. But, like, for his whole career type of thing. So, yeah. yeah. All right. With that out of the way, let's start trashing on these terrible, terrible teams. Uh, let's see. I think I have to pull up my list. We start off with Share one of our screen. favorite teams. Share Minnesota screen. Vikings. Share your screen. Uh, I'm not going to... I'm not going to share my screen because then it, it gets in the way. And I people can't see, see it. it. How am I supposed to know what we're talking about? You're just going to announce it. I'm going to tell you, and then okay. I'll tell you the win total. It's Minnesota Vikings, Vikings. over eight, eight and a half. Under. Oh, Move over. on. I was going to say, can we just <laughs> can we just take a minute to talk about I'm, – I'm excited about Brian Flores, but, man, did this team overachieve last year, and we saw it in the playoffs when they got smoked by the Giants. And they haven't done much. When did she get smoked by the Giants? Oh, sick. They let Adam Thielen go. Okay, big move. They they got Justin Jefferson and he'll rack up some numbers. But I am with you under on the Vikings. They had their they they were a one hit wonder. They had fun last year and it's over. Number two, another purple people eater, Baltimore Ravens. Now so much of this comes down to Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Right. Do you think he is a Raven? Yes or no? Yes. All right. So then you would would you take the over then? Because it's eight and a half. That is not – that's low for a Lamar Jackson-led team. If – I mean, if he's – what's their division? <laughs> that's Browns. That's Vikings. Or, sorry, that's Browns, Bengals, and Steelers. It's a good division. Steelers suck. Four losses for the other two. They might split with Cleveland. Yeah, they're going to they, they, they'll split with the Steelers and then they'll split with one of the Bengals or Browns. I mean, if Lamar's out, it's clearly a no. But I yeah. I just don't Okay, maybe I maybe I I'm, I'm going to take back what I said. I don't think it's a clear cut that he's a Raven. I just don't see anybody else giving the compensation that they want. Logically, logically, should the Atlanta Falcons go get him? Yes. This is this is a no-brainer for them. But it seems like they refuse to do so. And, it, I mean, maybe they're posturing right now and we see something happen on draft day. Arthur Smith came out and said, oh, we review everybody, every free agent in offseason, including Lamar Jackson. Okay. If you did, you'd be getting him right now. Yeah. Well, also, it's one of those things, like, like we've said before, people are waiting until after the draft because they don't have to yeah. do anything and they can give away next year's pick instead of, I know the Colts got that top four, we'll cover them, uh, the Falcons – Top nine or whatever. I'm not confident in this, but I would say under. I was going to – I'm with you. I think Lamar Jackson is not a Raven. I think – I think this is essentially the Ravens looked at their best – the player carrying their offense, and they said – we don't trust you or, or believe in you. And now he's like a scorned, you know, partner. And he's just like, I am not happy. I'm leaving. Fine, I'm but, done with this. And as of right now, they've done nothing in free agency. Nothing. Nothing at all. Well, so they're, they're holding that cap space, right? Yeah. Because they, they need to be able to match. We'll see. that. I don't think there's lots of teams that could put together a deal that even if the Ravens don't do anything, they can't match. Anyways, let's go on. Seattle Seahawks. Totals under. eight and a half. Under. Next. That's an easy. Listen, I Gino, haven't seen a team. I think you, you 
I think it was you who pointed at the first half, second half of Geno Smith's stats. Yep. Just fell off a cliff. Like, if that's the case, you don't have a great defense anymore. You want to run the football. You got some. You got some. You got some. You got some horses on the offensive side, but <laughs> I don't know. It's they overachieved last year, and everyone's like, so now they're going to do that same thing again this year. And this happens all the time in the NFL, right? Half the teams that make the playoffs don't make it the following year. It's a layup. You got all you got to do is look at the teams that overachieved. Who's going to regress down? The Seahawks are the obvious answer. They had rookies playing at like start at like B plus starter level, and they're just going to come back to earth a little bit, even if they go down to B minus. That's a huge drop off. Yeah, but they also had some like weird thing happen late where they like a field goal. Somebody missed a field goal. They, oh no, no, they, they that was won. the Rams. Yeah. They won on a field goal that would have put them out and put the Lions in because they beat the they beat the Packers. So they nearly put themselves out. <laughs> so people forget that too. And I'm the with Giants, you. and the Lions nearly won their way in after starting whatever one and six. So I'm 100 percent with you, dude. Just not the Seahawks. <laughs> they had fun. They were good last year, and their bubble burst. All right, New England Patriots seven and a half is the win total. I mean, if it's if it's if it's Mac Jones or if it's Mac Jones or Bailey Zappi and it's not Lamar Jackson, under. All right. So I think the up they are going to have a huge upgrade offensively by having a real offensive coordinator. Like <laughs> they no That's longer fair. have a defensive coordinator calling the plays. However, like if you look at their division. You got the Bills, the Jets, and Miami. They do not have enough talent to keep up. All those teams have good players, offense and defense. The Patriots don't have good players at all on offense. They just lost Damian Harris. Like, they bring in Juju Smith-Schuster. What is your team is what I got to know. And I am underwhelmed with it all. Even if they're better coached, it doesn't matter. They do not have the manpower to, to, you know, overcome that. All right. Chicago Bears, seven and a half. I got over. I'm loving them. <laughs> this is I'm, this I, is I'm buying a it. weird one. This so, is a weird one because their whole division is just a joke right now. Will be a joke, I should say, I think, given that everyone will probably beat up on each other. So I don't know what the rest of their schedule looks like. I'd have actually – <laughs> what is the rest of their schedule? Let's look at yeah. it. Who all yeah, is- I was going to say, I'll, I'll ramble while you pull it up. But this is a very, very average division, except for the Lions, who, of course, we love. But So, it- all right. So, where who do they got? I see the Falcons on there. Okay. Uh, I see, I mean, of course, Green Bay. Carolina. Okay. I like those. You know, they're the playing Carolina the NFC South, so that gives you – there's one more. Tampa Bay, that's a layup. Congratulations, you get to beat the Baker Arizona. Mayfield. Arizona. That's, that's not bad. I'm telling you, I like it. I like it. I think I think they made good moves, and now they they have a big advantage, right? They have – New Orleans is a wild card. What, what do they have? Is a wild card. They have a, they have a first-rounder. I, I think they have a first-rounder, a second-rounder. They might have two second-rounders, but – I'm liking I think DJ this is Moore. 
Uh, we saw we saw Tyree Kill, AJ Brown have huge influence, and I don't think DJ Moore is that caliber of receiver. He's one down, uh, but that that's a huge impact for an offense that was starved for weapons. So Fine. I am in. But, you know, it's dependent on what you think Justin Fields will do. I think Justin Fields will do well enough that he'll he'll run and get some wins. Plus, they got rid of David Montgomery. You know how big of an upgrade that is? They're going to get, they're going to have carries that go for more than four yards. Who would they upgrade with? <laughs> Down State Foreman? Hmm. Don't care. Because he can, I, I've seen him run past four yards, all right? I've never seen David Montgomery run for more than five. I mean, I, this is an intriguing team. I, I'm curious to know if Justin Field will progress as a passer. So, everyone, so, everyone is, but. I haven't seen it yet. You got to open up past your first and second read. We've talked about that plenty of times. And otherwise, he will always be limited. Always. And do they do that with DJ Moore and Darnell Mooney? I don't know. Oh, and, and Chase Claypool. So, you know. I Cole Komet. Like, that is <laughs> – that's not a bad receiving core. No, is- it's not. They're all under 26, too. Um, yeah. so I, I'm telling you, I like this team and Matt Eberflus, he, what, what was, he was the Colts defensive coordinator when they were a good team two years ago. So oh, I like, Brian Coles I think, is the GM and he went out and made some huge moves, bolstered their defense. I think he went out and got some offensive linemen too, but yep. again, again, you know, you just said, Justin Fields, here's the car. Here's the keys to the Lamborghini. Just drive. Can he drive? I don't. I don't know that. I just. Don't I know, know that. that if the Lamborghini breaks down, he can out. He can run fast. I've yeah. seen it. <laughs> yeah. Does that win games though? I don't. You know. In in that division where we just picked the Vikings to have the under and spoiler alert, if you looked at the thumbnail, another team in that division is going to hit their under. So I'm. I think it could happen. Yeah. I think they got four divisional wins. They only need to find four wins elsewhere. That sounds good to me. Yeah. I mean, if Geno Smith could do it with the Seahawks, Justin Fields <laughs> can do it with the Bears. Yeah. All right. Let's go on then. Las Vegas Raiders, seven and a half. They go out, they get all, they, this team has been making moves left and right, and it is still at seven and a half because, one, the division's great. Two, Jimmy G's their starter. They're rumored to be going up for Anthony Richardson, but I think I heard someone else say that's not a real thing. So I don't know what this what they're doing at all. They they hosted Will Levis today. They hosted Bryce Young last week. They hosted all the top four quarterbacks. I mean, they, they have they're eight or nine in the in the draft. So it's like they have a reasonable pick to move up. But you're not going like I don't. One of those I guys going to fall to you. I mean, one of those guys going to fall to you. Plain and simple. Yeah, but it's you don't want to draft someone that falls right because. It's it's like, hey, everyone's looking at this person. You know, you have eight people ahead of you in line. They all say no. There's something wrong with that, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, it's interesting as I saw someone compare Will Levis today to think Matt Stafford. He's Matt Stafford when A.J. Green was there. That was his 21 season. He's Matt Stafford without A.J. Green there at Kentucky with subpar receivers. So there was a gas up. It was a total column to gas up Levis. Mm-hmm. You know, it seems like Mel Kuyper wrote it. I don't, you know, Mel Kuyper is a big Levis guy. 
but I don't know, man. Hard, hard division, AFC team. I'm just not trusting them. There's too much talent in the AFC, and Josh McDaniels a, is not a good coach. Like I think it's an under we, for. I think it's an under for McDaniels. Yep. All right, Atlanta Falcons, one of your favorites. How many are seven and a half is the total. Under, under. <laughs> unless they get Lamar. Under. Dude, they over they overachieved so much last year with a run first game when they have two top five like top ten picks at receiver. Under it hurts. I will. I, they will be under until they get a better coach. Under. If they if they had Lamar Jackson in their offense that they ran oh. last year, I'd buy it. But that's the only guy I would buy. Yeah. I'm with you. Under they they're. Desmond Ritter is the guy Arthur Smith supported, and the and they paid Taylor Heineke to be the backup. Like, I like Heineke, but one you run they, different. Offense. They say that that's a lot of Coach Lee's right now. That's a lot yeah. of coach speak right now. Yeah. All right. Here's one. This is an interesting one. Los Angeles Rams seven and a half is the win total. What do you think? Over. Two wins from the Seahawks. Two wins from the Cardinals. Uh. Don't matter. Maybe if you maybe you split with San Francisco. Maybe there's five. Uh, I'll give you four divisional wins total. Yeah, but four is probably. It's just so interesting because right last year they were three and three, had their bye week, and then ended the season two and nine. (laughs) Well, they shut down everyone. Just say, hey, you guys suck. We're gonna, we're gonna, or you guys are, you guys are really hurt. We're gonna get rid of you. I also think uh, you 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 are on this. I, I people know I'm a Jalen Ramsey fan, but you are on the fact that he is not as great as his name is, and they got rid of him. I don't think it's going to be as far of a drop off um, as what people are thinking. I think seven and a half seems a bit low for this team. I mean, they were in the Super Bowl two years ago. Yeah, the, the wheels fell off. Everything went miserable. But I think I'm with you. Over Everyone's back. Okay, Cooper I think they Cup, have one. Matt Stafford. Yeah, everyone's back. Sean McVay came back. I think they're still out to prove something. I'm not saying playoff team, and I'm definitely not saying Super Bowl. I'm saying over seven and a half. This is a <laughs> nine win team, maybe ten. Nine wins is the playoffs. This is an eight win team. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, basically, I'm saying they are a borderline yeah. playoff team. Yeah, they are. That's fair. The NFC is just such a joke that Matt Stafford, I, I made the case Derek Carr's top three, four. Matt Stafford's another guy, top three, four, and passer. Guy can still top... throw when he doesn't have a broken neck or broken elbow. Well, I, that's what I was going to say. So you have a top five quarterback in your conference, and then you have Aaron Donald, the best defensive player in your conference. Like, good stuff happens. Cooper Cup, uh, people forget that, you know, he's roughly the best receiver in the NFL still. So, yeah. All right, next up, one I love, Tennessee Titans, seven and a half. Under, baby, under. This thing's going down. They're finally ripping they're ripping everything to shreds here. I think this is an under, too. I can't, I can't, I can't support Vrabel. I, I want to. I am in, I 100% support Vrabel to be the coach again next year. But, like, yeah. he, 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 they're going to win a BS game against the Jags or something this year where it's like, Tennessee comes in two and nine, and then they beat the brakes off of Jacksonville. Yeah, but that's the game they're going to have, and they're going to end a five-win team. 
So they're keeping Derrick Henry supposedly. Do you know why they're keeping Derrick Henry? It's the same reason Browns have Nick Chubb and Vikings him. have Dalvin Cook. No one wants a thirteen million dollar running back. Austin Eckler tried to get out. He couldn't get out. And I think he is the most valuable of those guys because he can fit into many systems. He's got right? the least he's not. tread. Huh? He's got the least tread. I see, he's, he's got a good amount of use. Uh, he, all right, oh, the least. not between tackles. That, that's okay, yeah. That's what I'm saying is he'll fit in too, like as a pass catcher elsewhere. Yeah. Uh, but the, the problem is running backs, top-end running backs are probably worth $7, 8000000 million. And you're talking Marquez Valdez-Scantling is an $11 million, $12 million player. This is just a bad time to be a running back. You you could give me those eyes. That's what the, that's what the uh, Chiefs paid him. Juju Smith-Schuster made $9 million last year. And, you're, and I'm telling you that top-end running backs, 300 touches a year, that's only worth 8 or $9 million at the most. It's insane. It's a real, tra- it's a real tragedy. They... I, I hope things get better for them and they change the, how the contracts work, but we'll see. All right, next up, number one overall pick, Carolina Panthers, seven and a half wins. Under. Does this depend on who they draft? Yes, 100%. How much so? If they draft, all right, so we'll do a sensitivity. If it's Andy Dalton, under. If it's Anthony Richardson, under. If it's Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud, If it's Bryce Young, man. Dude, it's hard, I know. That's what I'm thinking. If it's Bryce Young, it's over. If it's C.J. Stroud, it's over. I'm with you. I, uh, underrated is the Buccaneers are in this division with yeah, Baker Mayfield as a starter. Uh, Saints are in it. That was a little split with the Saints. And then uh, who's the, Panthers? Saints, and Atlanta. Atlanta. And yeah. yeah. Atlanta. We trash Atlanta all the time. Of course. Atlanta. So, you, so you're going to eke out four or five wins. Yeah. I hate their weapons right now. Like DJ Chark, Adam Thielen. Why? <laughs> <laughs> like I mean, it's get young guys to compliment your, your this is, rookie I mean, this quarterback. Is like, uh, this is like the GM down in Miami who, like, traditionally, like, picks up, like, injured players that have upside. Mm-hmm. Shark fits that mold. Thielen fits that mold. It's not injured. I mean, I can old. see that value where, like, you're like, all right, a guy's underrated because he didn't play last year. But these guys are old, and they have... Not that old. He's 26. All right. He's had a history of decline despite being 26 years old. <laughs> I, I, I like Chark. I mean, we, we picked him as a fantasy flyer a couple times last year for good reason because he's a cute little guy for a couple weeks. Like, you know, bust out a nice 100-yard, 100 100, uh, one-touchdown game. But I, I don't Jones? think – I, Yeah, but, like, Adam Thielen is now you're going to be your number one go-to reliable target, and you're like, that guy's no. got – he can't separate. Chark's going to be the guy. Two's going to – Thielen's going to be the two. He can't be the one. That's hurtful. Because I have seen DJ Chark be the number one. It is not good. It's called he the Jacksonville Jacksonville and was very good. He... One season. That that team was not very good. <laughs> like, he, he was, dude, all we said last year was the Lions need an outside threat. And it, Chark would have been great if he could be that reliably, but he wasn't. So, no, he's not a good receiver. He got hurt. I like their defense. He got hurt. 
He got hurt. Give him a break. Again, so he got hurt just like he did the year before and the year before and the year before. And it's, it's, like I say, it's a bad, bad move. Something about having good seasons in Jacksonville and then leaving as a wide receiver. Allen Robinson. Don't you talk bad about Allen Robinson. I still love him. Not picking him in fantasy again, but I still love him. You're the only one. Um, anyways, Carolina's defense is actually legit. I like them a lot. Brian Burns, I think it's J.C. Horn on the back end. I think they can make plays. I'm with you. If they get a a, a good quarterback to start, so Stroud or Young, because Richardson, it's gonna you're, it's gonna be like watching Justin Fields again. He, he's oh, gonna Levis be down under. I'm sorry, Levis oh, well, under. <laughs> will Will Levis? Can I bet under two wins? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, let's go on then. Green Bay Packers. This is clearly baked in that Aaron Rodgers is gone. Seven and a half is the win total. Do you believe in Jordan Love? No. Yeah, me neither. I mean, this would be a 50-50. I think this is a fine line because that division is such trash or it's so open. If Jordan Love is remotely good, if Jordan Love is remotely good, They've got two stud running backs, one and a half, I should say. One and a half stud running backs. Um, Christian Watson, I think, has got some pretty high upside. Galbs is pretty decent. I think good-ish. And their defense is good-ish. It's kind of weird, but they're, like, pretty good. They were they were good in spurts last year. Mike Pettin, your former Browns fella. Yeah, go Browns, go Pack, go. Hey, we. I'm obligated to remind people: Jalen Hurts will be behind Deshaun Watson in MVP voting through nine weeks next year. Enjoy. Uh, I think this is a. I still think this is. Uh, still think this is an under. I think the. I think the top two folks in this one are the Lions and. Ironically, the Bears. I am with you. This this division is, yeah, just like you said, under on the Packers, under on the Vikes, over on the Bears, over on the Lions. But the Packers don't have good weapons. Aaron Rodgers threw for, like, what he had his worst season last year. And I know he, he makes everything look worse because of his attitude and blah, 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 blah. But I don't, like, Christian Watson was nice. Um, and I think he's a good speed receiver. I don't think Romeo Dobbs is that great. Like, he's a solid possession receiver, but I think they're a two and a three, and I don't think Jordan Love is good enough to elevate them to where they need to win. I think they're going to have a nice defense, but their defense still has problems. It can't stop the run to save its life. And when you're not in a shootout, teams are going to be able to run right through you. So I like the Packers. I just don't see it happening for them this year. I don't believe in Jordan Love. He had a cute, uh, I think, was it fourth quarter against the Eagles last year where people got hyped for a little bit. I'm not buying it. I'm selling Love. He's... The, the reason Aaron Rodgers isn't a Packer anymore isn't because they have Jordan Love. That's, that's all I'm saying. They're going to get someone new next year so they don't have to pay him his fifth-year uh, roster bonus. Let's go to the other bay, Tampa. The new Baker Mayfields. I just love betting the unders on Baker Mayfields. Under. It's like, <laughs> I was going to say, it's like, it's you're getting 
Uh, There's a sneaky play. Like, there are rumors that they're going to make a splash for a quarterback. Doesn't mean it's necessarily – doesn't mean it's necessarily a rookie. But, well, I think they're at, what, 17, I want to say. I think they're at 17, and I saw somebody say something about trading – for somebody that's existing today, I can't remember who it is. It kind of made sense. Go all in, get somebody. It wasn't Jimmy G. I don't remember who it was. There was somebody that they said they might go out and get. Trade him <laughs> first. What are you laughing at? <laughs> the comments, they are not appropriate to read aloud. <laughs> For who? Who are they talking about? <laughs> Um, but I, I, I said the words, I'm selling love, and things have kind of gotten out of hand because of Noah. <laughs> Understandable. Hey, Noah. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Indianapolis Colts, six and a half. I, uh, I, think it, I think if you get this before the draft, it's a steal. I think you got to take the over. So listen. I am only doing that because I am saying there is a solid chance they get Lamar Jackson. <laughs> oh, I was going to say if Gardner Minshew is your starter, yes, it's over. If it's if it's Anthony Richardson or Will Levis, it's under. I don't have okay. any. I I I can see you, them you, getting Lamar, but Ursay, mm, they're having all these pre-draft meetings. Maybe it's posturing. I don't know. Ursay so wants erratic. to build in, in the draft. It, no. The, the, his, who's their pull? Who's their GM? He wants to build in the draft. Ursay's a, a crazy man. Okay, and I think... Ursay didn't do anything. Ursay's never traded for a big-time court. Philip Rivers, do not, do not say Philip Rivers. Do so, not say Philip no, Rivers. I'm not, all right, so I'm not saying big-time, but they have made moves three years in a row. Philip Rivers, Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan. They have actively pursued fixing their quarterback position. I think they look up, they say, okay, top two guys are gone. We're going to sit at four, wait to get Richardson. I think someone's going to leapfrog them, and they're going to be looking at Will Levis, and they're going to say, no, thank you. That's Let's go get um, – they have, they have a cheap team. Let's go get Lamar. Let's give away our two picks the following years. We have Lamar Jackson. We have Jonathan Taylor. Um, now we can run like oh, yeah, Shane Steichen. Shane Steichen's your head coach. So Shane Steichen, that that's the Jalen Hurts yeah. last year offense. Yeah. All you need is to find. If that happens, you're giving away two first round picks the next two years. I don't know See, how you I, do it. I guess I never thought about it that way. I forgot about Shane Steichen. I forgot that he could maybe do this, and I think it's actually a benefit for Pittman. I think it's actually a benefit for Pittman because he can hold one. He can hold one wide receiver. He can make one wide receiver fantasy relevant, like significantly. Bateman was on a pretty breakneck pace for the first three games or four games or whatever. Well, like, and you're going to get the Devonta Smith effect from last year. I don't actually. I don't even know if that's a good description, but um, you're going to get a guy who gets five targets a game, but they're going to be the play action thirty yard passes that he can break into a touchdown. So. I uh, you're not gonna get a heavy fit. possession offense. I think that's a good fit. So I they gotta fix their O line, but like in this scenario, you get a top four pick, you get Will Anderson on your team, and then you get to use your picks to build around. Like I think it is the best 
um, like ace in your back pocket if you're looking like, all right, we didn't get Richardson. Who's going to jump him? Who's going to jump him? Honestly, someone that's really stupid, like the Raiders. Who? who? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So here, so so I, like I said, someone said the Titans might jump. The Raiders. I, I don't even know who else. I'd have to look and see because it comes out to like draft capital too. What do you have available to give up? Um, they might just look and say we don't like the quarterbacks and. I doubt that. Actually, I, I doubt that. If if only two go before their fourth pick, they're definitely taking one. If three go, they don't, though. So. All right. Next team. We're down to our last two. These are the bottom win totals. Arizona Cardinals, five and a half wins. I got to see who's on their schedule. I am going to make this very easy. Under. Do you know why? Because their team is the worst. It they need... Bad. They're giving up nuke. If they give up nuke, it's definitely the under. Because I don't believe in any like. So <laughs> last year, last year their top four receivers were Robbie Anderson, Nuke, Hollywood, AJ Green, and Zach Ertz. Rondale. Oh, and Rondale Moore. Three of those are gone. Like Nuke might be gone. Uh, AJ Green's gone. Robbie Anderson's gone. And you're going to tell me you're going to be fielding Hollywood Brown, Zach Ertz, and Rondell Moore? Yeah, they do have a pretty easy schedule, though. Houston, Atlanta, Baltimore, Giants, Seattle, Pittsburgh. I mean, what was that, five, six? What's what's that win total? Five and a half. I mean, I think it's under, but... You got some. Well, it's also, we made fun of their coach for his Rondale Moore. You're going to be doing this thing. Weird dude. Weird fellow. <laughs> Weird so, fellow. I don't, I don't like a the Eagles defensive coordinator going elsewhere. One, I thought the Eagles did not run a good defense. Like, they did not have a creative scheme. It was very blatant what they were going to do. They're going to rush for and sit in coverage. And it's nice when you can do that because you have the best defensive line in football. Well, now you have the worst. So, are you going to make something work or are you going to just not switch up anything? Because yeah. once once someone beat it, he had no answers. See, 38 points from the Chiefs, who, by the way, roasted them on the exact same play for touchdowns twice. You don't make adjustments. I don't like that. <laughs> um. Anyways, last pick, Houston Texans. Got to end in a high note. I'm taking the over. What's the number? Five and a half. So you got the Titans. You got Colts and Jags. Colts, Jags. And you get a free win against the Cardinals. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's an over. I think Dude, I over. think we uh, when D'Amico Ryans got hired, we said that guy is going to make them a seven-win team just out of yeah. effort. It's going to be the Robert Sala. We just we just play tough because I'm a defensive coach, and we know when teams can't handle getting hit in the mouth, so we're going to hit this team in the face as hard as we can. Fighting um, Dan Campbell, but fighting D'Amico yeah. Ryans. Yeah, uh, and then I believe in Young or Stroud to be a functioning enough quarterback. So, like, that... This is the difference between, like, winnable winning QBs and, like, fantasy-relevant QBs. I mean, I think some of the – I think these guys will turn in maybe a couple of top ten fantasy uh, seasons. But it's like the Jared Goff, Jimmy Goff, Jimmy Garoppolo, Alex Smith effect where they'll be good. Derek Carr, they'll be good, have long careers. They're not going to ever be like elite, elite, 
top five fantasy guys, they'll win games. I think they'll win games. So I think the biggest thing here is those are the two that are least likely to lose you games. And I mean, like, they're going to pick up enough third downs. They're going to play at a manageable pace. They're not going to have a 70-yard play followed up by two interceptions. Uh, So I think I just like Young and Stroud, accurate, um, mobile enough to create things. uh, And about, like, difference. I think we've talked about plenty, but the difference between, like, fantasy and real life wins and losses, Jimmy G is a winner. Not great in fantasy. So... I think they'll be winners, and I think they'll be, you know, Alex Smith-type floors. You know, if you remember a guy named Jeff Garcia, you remember a guy named Jeff Garcia? Former Browns quarterback, Jeff Garcia. <laughs> I think it's weird. I saw some highlights, and I was like, you know what? Bryce Young kind of – Jeff Garcia could move around. He wasn't, like, overly fast, or but he was pretty athletic for who he was. And I feel like Bryce can be like that. I think the best analogy was you, you get Russell Wilson pocket like awareness, but I don't expect him to take off, you know? Yeah. So I like, I like that a lot. I like the fact that uh, he's just a very accurate thrower. Um, and I wish the Texans had more weapons. I'm sure they're probably going to grab some in the draft. They got a few picks. So we'll see what happens there. Supposedly again, there's a chance they go offense, offense. Would, they would should. surprise me because they have D'Amico Ryans, but supposedly there's a chance they go <clears throat> Bryce and JSN. I would love that. I, I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah, I would. So I take that, and defensively, I would let Ryan's scheme and attitude just revamp what we had because they, they don't have players. That's the bottom line. Yeah. You, you just start, you start fishing. Rounds two to four, you get everything you can to try yeah. to make things better. But that's it. We've given opinions on every team in the NFL now. And you know what? They were all right. Don't even worry about the math on the overs and unders we picked because it's probably impossible to have that many wins or losses. But Perfect. all those picks are right. <laughs> March Madness in April. Uh, I can't wait to do this after the draft. It's going to be fun to see how much these lines move because I know teams like we just said, Colts, Texans, Panthers, they're all going to go crazy based on whatever happens in the draft. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening. Like, comment, subscribe. Let us know who you think is going to have good, good season, bad season, player, team, anything. We just like to hear from people.